Why, hello there, bogus listeners. Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas to you and your family. I am your little drummer boy, B-boy, bogus Bryce, looking at the uh, Virgin Mary. Uh, I guess he could be the Virgin Joseph. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Killsby, a.k.a. Yo, what's up? It's J-Dog. Merry Christmas. The, you know, the bit about the middle school lunch table. Uh, how's it going, man? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, my man. I guess this is this is really it. We're, this is like... This is we're, it. We're in the end zone. If you're hearing this, it's probably the Wednesday before Christmas Eve. Or maybe it's Christmas yep. Eve on the drive to see your mom and dad. Potentially. Or your auntie. Yep. Hopefully she got that good mac and cheese ready for you. <laughs> I hope so. You know what I mean? Or some Christmas noodles. Um. <laughs> Hopefully you're doing it safe. You know, you, I don't know. Or don't be safe. I don't care. Yeah. Go, go it's wild. Your life. It's Fuck it. It's Christmas. Uh, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you brought that up, that it's getting close to Christmas, and we are recording this pretty close to Christmas. So we thought we'd take it a little easy this episode. We're not going to get too yeah. far in depth with all the nostalgia. We're still going to bring your nostalgic update for the week or whatever, that nostalgic vibes that you need throughout the week. But we're going to take it a little easy during this episode, because everyone deserves a little break around the holidays. Especially me, you know? Especially J-Dog over here. <laughs> <laughs> You've been rapping too much around that middle school lunch table. I've been rapping too much around the table. I've been rapping too many presents. I, uh, <laughs> You know, all kinds of rapping, different, you know, you drop the W, it's a totally different thing, and I'm doing both of them. Sometimes simultaneously. <laughs> That's even better. I, I would like to see that. I didn't know you could yeah. multitask that well. Well, hey, man, you know, somebody's got to do it. That's right. You know, the baby gets born and somebody somebody said, oh, I finally got this 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 dumbass magic baby to sleep. <laughs> uh, hopefully nobody shows up. And then all of a sudden some kid goes, oh, I heard this was God. I'm going to drum solo for him. <laughs> I just put this baby asleep and you're going to do a drum solo at him. Right. And then these other dudes come. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, hey, everybody needs a break at Christmas. We're going to be doing our regular bogus boy stuff sure. here on the show. But we just didn't break it down into such a heavy, militant format as we normally do. Number one, number two, number three. (laughs) You know, we want to take it a little easy. We want to talk about something that's very nostalgic, especially this time of the year. Maybe you got a little bit of last-minute Christmas shopping to do. Hey. We we, we, we figured we wanted to talk about ancient, extinct mall stores. (laughs) Right. That you remember when you were a kid going to the mall, maybe you were a teen going to the mall, and now they're just fucking extinct. Yeah, they, they no longer exist. Now we live in an era where malls are slowly starting to die. If if they're if you already have them all there, that's dead, and they still exist. It's just like a frame. It's just a skeleton of what it used to be. I love a good dead mall. I, I do too, and I always wanted to go like urban exploring and go inside them and just to explore what's left of it. But yeah. Anyway, what what malls did you frequent quite a bit when you were younger? I, I actually live in a very mall dense area really like still are they still open yeah i mean still uh yeah they're still open actually wow as a matter of fact for a while one of them was not doing that well it looked a little weird in there like sort of uh like wolves were inhabiting one wing oh yeah it's just so empty and like dark yeah yeah but it it seems like it's actually picking up weirdly enough so good growing up when i was a kid and when i was a teenager any either direction if you get on the the closest highway uh, five minutes 
takes in going south takes you to one, and five minutes going north takes you to the other. So I was like right next to him. So you were like I'd right walk in the to them a lot. Yeah, dude. I I uh I would skate there to pick up my my DVDs from Suncoast Video. You mean like steal um, them? <laughs> no, I, I <laughs> wasn't. You paid I, for them. I paid for them. Good for you, J Dog. I appreciate that. That money has just gone into the void now because they didn't make it. Well, I think I got bought by Fye. Oh, okay. Um. So I actually, weirdly enough, I want to mention this. I because uh, it always is so good on Twitter whenever I post about being there. But I still have a Suncoast by me. Really? Um. Yeah. And I just went there. I was feeling a little bit of that early seasonal depression, and I need a little pick me up. <laughs> so I went to my local Suncoast Video. I swear to God, it's is still it, open. So it's still is it like mall based, or is it like independent? It's store? in the mall. Oh, it's in a mall it's called even better. The, yes, the Mammoth Mall here in Central New Jersey. I have the Mammoth Mall. I have Menlo Mall, which is referenced in Kevin Smith's um, Mall Rats. Oh, cool. He says the. Uh, all I told him was, oh, the Easter Bunny in the Menlo Park Mall looked better. So that's the mall I grew up with. <laughs> that is awesome. And then the other one is Woodbridge, which was the town my high school was in. Okay. Uh, Mammoth Mall. Then there's also Jersey Gardens Mall. Wow. Which is massive. Yeah, so many. But it's also like that one's a little further and it's kind of like you got a good chance of getting beat up when you go there. Oh, okay. Even as an adult. It's, it's inhabited by um, all these punks just walking around. Yeah, that's one way to put it. You're, uh, you're pretty lucky. Like, I grew up in a town where we didn't have a mall. I was initially, like, born. Well, initially. I was born in Columbia. Much bigger town. Like every story, I was born at the mall. I, I was born at the mall. Columbia Mall, to be specific. <laughs> so, I, like, visited the mall quite a bit while I was living there. And then we would have to go back because my brother has alopecia. And he would get his treatments down there in Columbia. We would always stop by the mall. So, I still continue to go there. And I would go there maybe once a year. Mostly just for the nostalgia because everything's slowly starting to leave there are more empty stores than there are like open stores man you know if malls close where are kids supposed to explore their sexualities <laughs> right <laughs> you know what i mean and i say kids that's gross teens where are teens, teens there you go there you go explore their sexuality i know like Definitely the first time I ever made out with anybody was outside of a mall. Wow. I don't think that was – I can't agree with that. That wasn't the case for you? But no, no, no. Did, did you – you didn't find malls to be cultural hubs? No, it definitely was, especially when you're going to like go pick up some chicks or something. Like you're going to walk around and browse, you know, and then, yeah. and then see if you can yeah. run up with some chicks or whatever. No, yeah. Your I was, lines I was have to be pretty way. good. You have to have good – you have to give good mall talk. Yes, which you know is hard I mean? to develop. <laughs> Right. You going to uh to FYE after this? <laughs> yeah, hey, meet me over by the uh Cinnabon. Yes. And uh maybe I'll buy you a sticky one. Or we can hang out with Aunt Annie. <laughs> Is that yeah, right? yeah, if Aunt you Annie's? want something a little salty. There you go. Um, the mall was was a pretty big thing culturally around here. And that that's kind of what's interesting. I'm trying to wonder if that's the same situation for you. It's like kids would and I say again, I say kids because I'm an old, I'm an old gremlin now. <laughs> but at, at teens, like that was, you would just go to the mall and not. I don't have to buy anything. I'm not there for you. Just go to hang just out. Go there. Yeah. Yes. You're a mall rat. And now it's like my thought process is like Jesus Christ. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in a building all day with a bunch of teenagers that I hate that hate me, <laughs> and then I'm gonna go to another building by my own free will to be around those same teenagers that hate me. I mean, it was the thing to do, and it's been that way since they started opening back in the '80s. It was the the hub 
of entertainment back when you couldn't afford a, a video game or you didn't have a cell phone to entertain you and you just have basic cable. So you would have to go find your own entertainment. And what a better place than the mall because they were happening. And there was a lot of people there and other teenagers of the same age would agree with you around the same time and they would hang out too. So you would like run into a different group. Sometimes it's not from the same school, you know? Right. And, and sometimes you have to square up. Yes. Sometimes you have you know? to. I never had to do that. Thankfully. <laughs> I remember I saw a, uh, I saw a kid from my high school. I was like friends with, he was in one of my classes and we would sort of bullshit. And I, I went in to get one of my C lab 2021 DVDs. Nice. Uh, speaking of which, isn't it fucked up that we're coming up to actual 2021? And, and that seems like <laughs> back when I was watching C lab 2021, that seems like the impossible. Future. I know such um, back in like 2000, like 2002, fuck. you know? Yeah, dude. So I was in the mall picking up my uh, C-Lab DVD and I saw this kid and I went to talk to him and he was stoned off whippets. He was, he just oh, chose man. to be in the mall. That's the worst place to be. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever done that or if you know anybody that's done I've that. I've watched people do it. Anyone, it's not, but it it's makes, not nice. <laughs> it makes your voice like uh, 10 octaves deeper. Yes. So you, you'll be talking to somebody, they'll go. Yeah. Oh, like kind of like know? old school with Will Ferrell when he got yeah, hit with no, a tranquilizer. No, yes, exactly like yes. yeah, perfect reference. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know if, if if there's no malls for kids to go and be degenerates at, you know, where are they going to do that? I guess the streets. I don't know TikTok. True, true. Bring it to the street. Yeah, TikTok. I guess you're right. Guess you know, so. that's that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing now. Yes, is when we were teens, and I guess I, I guess when I was a teen, you know. You want to make out with a girl the first time. It's probably going to happen at the mall. Yeah. You know, me now, teens have, you know. Dating apps. (laughs) They have dating apps and they have like instant. I couldn't imagine getting anything done as a teen if I had access to the pornography that kids do these days. God. (laughs) You said you only get horny once a week and I I find that hard to believe. But anyway, (laughs) Suncoast. (laughs) You mentioned Suncoast before and Suncoast was like the place I would go to find my B horror movies. Yeah, dude. Cause if I would go to like Best Buy, they were a little hard to find, but it was nice because I would just walk up to one of the clerks and be like, I like this movie. Can you refer me or recommend a different movie? And I was just starting to get into like B horror movies. And I think I'd watched cabin fever for the first time, which I loved it. And the, I told this clerk about it and the guy was like super nice. Thankfully he's like, you ever seen evil dead Two? I'm like, no, I haven't even seen the original one. And so he introduced me to Evil Dead, and that's kind of where, like, my love started there in Suncoast. I'm so happy you have that because I didn't have that with Suncoast. In fact, I found that the workers at Suncoast when I was a kid were kind of dicks. Oh, were they pretentious Um, assholes? Well, because I wasn't buying horror movies at that point when I was at Suncoast. I was buying, like, anime and stuff. Okay. And I would go in every week to pick up the next tape. Usually they would, they would put like three episodes of whatever anime you're yes. watching on the VHS. So I'd go next week to pick up the next one. And I, re- I remember like going into the Suncoast to be like, Hey, can do you see if you, can you see if you have tape number seven? <laughs> and then he's like, and he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, can't you type it in the computer and see if it's there? And he was like, there's no Suncoast on the Eastern seaboard that has that ability. What and then like, I, and, and he said it that way. And uh, my grandma was with me, and then she instantly went into like pissed off grandma mode. Good for and he her. Was like, oh, oh. He was like, oh, oh, "Let me see what I can do." And guess what? Motherfucker found the tape. <laughs> but I, I have a story, and I thank fucking God 
that this isn't going to end up in our list of dead stores. This is one that's still open. What's that? It's uh, it's called Vintage Vinyl, and okay. it's 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 very it's actually like pretty famous. Um, and I was spoiled because I grew up literally three minutes away from it. It was a walk down my street, and when you go in there, and I was just in there yesterday doing a little Christmas shopping. They have photographs framed, you know, eight by tens on the wall of all the musicians that came and performed in there. And you've okay. got everybody, man. You've got Iron Maiden, you've got Guar, you've got Ozzy, you've got all these punk bands, you've got Thursday. Are you like, kidding? It's just a record store? And it's it's just a, a record store, but it's 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 so uh locally famous. And uh I'm so glad that I had that because that was the store that I had that experience at. When I was going in there uh buying some anime. And the the worker, and I still see this guy. I still see him at conventions and stuff like that. He's a super <laughs> cool dude. I was buying anime. He was like, hey, you like this? You you might want to check out this movie, Itchy the Killer. It's not a cartoon, mm. but you might like this if you like the Japanese stuff. Boom, that dude fucked me up for life, man. I like yes. all kinds of messed up shit now. But that guy, it was great. You need people that work you in stores really that, do. that know that, that stuff. That genuinely care and want to yes. spread the arts. And they're not pretentious assholes. Exactly. You know, that's that's the trick, too. But see, I got my anime at Sam Goody. Another rip, man. Yes. The rest in peace, Sam Goody. There was uh, the Sam Goody in our mall. <laughs> there was a uh, a BC Rich guitar, uh-huh. um, which is like, if you guys are not guitar people, that's like, it's kind of the lower end guitar. They only go for like 200, 300 bucks. Well, you know, give or take. Some are expensive. Uh-huh. But... It's a lower end metal guitar. It has these like horns on it and it's all pointy looking and stuff. Yes. But they, they had it, they didn't have it like where in a guitar store you have to go in and say, Hey man, can I try that one up in the wall? And the guy to gets go on it the for ladder, you. Get it they down. just had it like sitting there. So every kid came in and kicked the oh shit out of it. God. It was all these like broken strings. But you know, my friends and I would spend a lot of time playing on that BC Rich all busted up, you know. <laughs> That's uh, God, God bless Sam Goody, man. Yeah, I think that was another one. I'm surprised they allowed that. That's that's wild. Yeah, there, there wasn't a lot of rules. Um, it was, it, there was Sam Goody. There was also a pharmacy in the mall, weirdly enough. Okay. And uh, a buddy of mine, I, I, I got to give a shout out to my buddy Scott. Oh, yeah. I know he follows the page uh, at Shyhound Farm yes. because Hi, Scott. I spent a lot of time in malls with him. I know he's listening to this one. So all these <laughs> stories he's going to know. But uh, not him. But one of our buddies got busted stealing from Sam Goody. What did he steal? I don't remember. Probably like him, him CDs or something. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he got taken into the back room, man. Like they they mobbed him up. You know, they, they put the light bulb on him, and it was. What it did was, you guys was, uh, do? Did you just like stay oh, there? We, or did you dip? Oh, down? we ran. No, we ran. Okay, okay. We ran, and uh, I think Scott's mom came and picked us up in the van, and then <laughs> she was like, "Where? Where's Bart?" Oh, I shouldn't have said his name. Uh, who cares? <laughs> I'll bleep um, it out. <laughs> don't worry about it. He's he's who knows where he is now, but uh, he. Yeah, she's like, "Where's hit? Where do? You, where is he?" Oh, I don't know. I think his mom picked him up. We got. We should probably go home. You know? <laughs> oh my god, you left him there. Hey, I don't blame you, especially at that age. You're like, I don't know what to do in this situation. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, we didn't make him steal him from Sam Goody. That's true. Or it was like a newfound glory CD or something. I don't really. Oh know. gosh, uh, sticks and stones. So uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that album. Uh, so we there's still a Sam Goody in this small town called Moberly here in Missouri. I'm pretty sure it's like independently owned because. Best Buy bought out both Suncoast and Sam Goody back in like 2008 or nine or something like that. Oh, is that okay? Because you know what I, I, I think that the I think that Suncoast is owned by the company that owns Fye. I don't know if Best Buy is the parent company of that company. It's, it's not anymore. So they, okay. they still have some independently owned stuff. I think it was like Transworld Entertainment 
had it for a long time. And then they ended up uh, like selling it off to Sunrise Records. So I think that's okay. probably they're probably like the parent company now between Suncoast and Fye. And I'm not for sure who owns Sam Goody. I think it's it's independent, independently owned that still owns the name or something. Something because like the Sun that. the Suncoast by me is owned by the guy Fye now. Okay, so you you go in and it still looks like a Suncoast, but there also happens to be like Fye exclusive shit littered throughout. Like, okay, you know. Funko Pops and shit like that. That, that makes sense. But, uh, in, in the realm of movies and video games, you, did you ever have a Funko Land by you? We did not. And I think you sent a photo of this when we initially started talking about doing like dead stores and stuff. It looks amazing. But no, I've never been in one before. Yeah, Funko Land was this weird – man, uh, it's hard to describe the 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 viral nature of Funko Land when it first dro- you know showed up to our town. It was not. It was just nothing really that special. Kind of had educational toys and video games. Okay, but the store looked so cool. Yes, it was branded it was, so well. It was a rite of passage. You know, if you if you came to back to school on Monday with stories of going to Funko Land on, <laughs> uh, over the weekend, people were like, "What was it like? What did you get? What what was there? What, like it was a big thing. It was a you know going wow. to Funko Land was it was a was a staple, and and you you were proud to tell the story, tell your tale of going to look at Game <laughs> Boy Color games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you have any stores that come to mind when you think of like? Uh, Kid, like like that level kids are proud to say they went there probably like either the wb store or the disney store like I always the felt WB like that store, was man. that was an adventure within itself because you saw all the the looney tune characters that you love and cherish and like these really cool mediums like plush dolls or like this really weird pez dispenser or something like they went all out at, at those that stores. was on that was on my list too because i don't know how far your mall went with it I, i'm curious to hear like the uh let me explain my okay. It was like the the Warner Brothers store in Woodbridge Mall over by me was like it was like a fucking visiting a church, like statues, and it spilled out in you know from the store out into the section in front of the store. Wow. You know, um, these gigantic statues of Bugs Bunny, and they also had hanging over. You know, the overlook, if you're on the second floor looking down, uh-huh. you're in that section hanging. They had like a bugs in a in a jet fighter. Holy shit. And he was hanging by these two strings, so it looks like he was flying. And uh same thing, man. You I mean, if you were a kid, you couldn't you couldn't pass that and not want to go in there. So know? what was this you said this was spread out throughout the entire mall or just the section where the store was located? They had it was like kind of half and half. Okay. Um it was Basically exploding from the store. Oh, you know, I If you were on the opposite end of the mall, you wouldn't see anything. But like the, all as you got the areas, yeah, surrounding the store was like these statues and things hanging from the ceiling. God, that's amazing. Um, yeah, it felt like a really big deal, and it's it's a shame. I, not only in malls, but in like, do you have a Six Flags by you? Kind of. It's in St. Louis. We went to Six Flags for Fear Fest, and they okay. had statues and everything for Looney Tunes, and I love being surrounded by that stuff. So I can only see imagine that- how it was at your mall. How do you feel that they handle – because like, all right, so when you go to Disney, for instance, if you go to Disney parks, there are bronze statues of Mickey Mouse. Like, like every oh! corner. <laughs> and I go to my Six Flags who have the license to use these Looney Tunes characters and at best they're just like crumbly 
yeah, very, on some very walls. old. Yeah, very old. Yeah. Like they haven't been updated or anything. I think yes, those characters need sad. much more respect. I mean, Bugs Bunny's great, man. Supposedly yeah. they're they've made or finished the Space Jam two, so I'm really kind of hoping that it's somewhat successful. So they start bringing back the Looney Tune characters. I I really hope for that. Did you ever hear that the original sequel was supposed to be Tony Hawk? It no. Was, uh, yeah, it was called Skate Jam. I would watch and that. Yeah, everything lined up. Tony Hawk had the meeting about it, and they had animation cells for was him to this, look at. Was this and before or after Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? I'm assuming after is because of how popular he got. Yeah, yeah. It was probably simu- somewhat simultaneous, but but certainly after the initial launch. Okay. But, uh, yeah, fucking A, man. The Warner Brothers store, dude. Uh, it's so hard to imagine a world without that shit. Yes, I here agree. we are, you know? Is that shit still open? Do you know if it's been closed or anything? I they feel have like a Warner Brothers store. They got it. They have versions of it in Six Flags. Yes, know? I know that. But like outside of Six Flags, like in malls or or like uh, oh, strip yeah, malls man. or something like I, that. I was looking it up. I didn't see any. I mean, okay. Here's the thing. I whenever I post that I'm at Suncoast, people you know on Twitter lose their shit, and everyone's asking <laughs> where it is, and they're trying to figure out how they could book flights to get there and stuff. Right. So there, for all these stores that are dead. Sometimes there's just one living somewhere randomly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Blockbuster. Yes. You've got the last Blockbuster in Alaska. You uh-huh. know, last Blockbuster in the world is in Alaska from what I understand. But the, uh, I can't remember if it's in Alaska. I forgot exactly where it's at. But it's it's like standalone store, independently owned, still has the, the branding and everything. And that's kind of how it is with a lot of these dead stores that may still have one or two alive they become tourist destinations they they really do which is good for them i'm glad that people will spend the time to go out there just to visit and maybe spend some money as well but i i felt the same way with eb games like i always felt like it was a destination to get to eb games i'm glad you brought that up because what i wanted to say about it is in my mall my main mall i went to as Uh a kid there was two game stops and one eb games oh and the game stops one was right on top of – they were right on top of each other. Okay. And they both stared at the EB games from across the way like it was like a war. <laughs> that is horrible. You had so many choices to go for your video games. And did, you, did you know like how they went under? I, I, don't really, I don't really know any story behind it. I just assume that GameStop took, you know, took, rain, took the rain. I tried not to do a bunch of research for this episode, but you know me. I end up like kind of falling, like slip and fall, fall into a, a rabbit hole here. But I found out that GameStop and EB Games back in like 2005 decided to sign a contract to merge the companies. Mm. And uh, I, due, I thought it was something like that. Yeah, and due to the merge, EB Games agreed to rebrand all their stores to be GameStops. So that's that was the reason why, like, my I was gone, you know, for almost six months from my from the last time I visited EB Games, and when I came to to visit again, it was GameStop. I'm like, how the hell did this happen? Yeah. Well, that was why. Hey, you hear? I, I don't want to be the Grim Reaper, but you've heard it here. Folks, I'm gonna make a prediction. Okay, I think I think GameStop's the next to go. It is. They, uh, they've already released a lot of information. Uh, they even went as far to claim that the stores are unprofitable uh, for the ever changing retail landscape of, of video games. So I, yeah. I'd give it maybe another year, and then we're gonna start seeing a lot close. Uh, and and I think that also there's something to be said. Like I remember applying to GameStop Me too. when I was when I was a teenager. And the dudes that worked there were, you know, your 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 quintessential internet, you know, ponytail, big fat guys. I remember Ugh. the guy. He said he actually said, "I was like, hey, do you have an application?" And he and he leaned on the uh, the counter and he was like, 
do you have what it takes to work at the GameStop? <laughs> He's probably like 32. <laughs> and he, yeah, and he just cut off my head and shit down my throat. And he was like, well, what game systems do you own? And I said, basically, like, you're not as much of a gamer as you think you are. That's horrible. And so I went into GameStop just two days ago, Christmas shopping, and it's not that way anymore. And you you could argue that's for the better, but I like I was like uh, looking for a game, and I was like, hey, is there's like a, I'm looking for a gift. Um, it's like a newish Zelda game that came out, and the kid looked me right in the face. He was like, I don't know. Oh my god! You're like that's what? that's that's for the worst. I think yeah, that is much. That is definitely for. I would. And he's much probably rather seasonal. Deal- he's probably never got. There's no onboard yeah. training or anything to help him. That's, I would rather uh, deal with the pompous assholes than like the kids who like just don't bother me, please. Yeah, you know I because agree. That, that's the thing. Then there's no reason to go there anymore. Yes, you know what I mean. If somebody yes. can't point you in the direction of like, oh, that's the game, or like we were saying with my record store situation and your your um, Sunco situation, uh-huh. they say, oh, you like this game, you'll like this. There's no reason to go anymore if you're not going to do that for me. You're right. Absolutely. I can buy all my games digitally. They're cheaper. Yeah, I can go on they, IMDb and look for related. <laughs> like, yeah, come you, on. You have you have been. Unfortunately, time has evolved past you, yep. my friend. Exactly. Yeah. Do you remember KB Toys? Oh, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah. We've talked man. about this on the show many I mean, times. <laughs> this is – you have to remember KB Toys. The thing is with KB Toys, I think we did talk about it on the show before, so I'll just say it briefly. But like it made my childhood possible. Me too. You know, I, I mentioned that in, the, in, a, in a previous episode that my dad had a, a tradition that every paycheck when I was a kid, he would bring a toy home for me on the way. And that sounds very spoiled rotten, and I guess it kind of is compared to maybe some other people's you childhood. Were the only, you were the only child, so it makes yeah. sense. But also, the point I'm getting to is that these were dollar to two dollar toys from from KB Toys because they had deals, man. You would go in, and they would have giant bins of those uh, X-Men figures oh, yeah. just marked down to like two to three dollars. So yes. I, I was action figure rich, but it, it, you know. <laughs> what, what is that really when they're two to three dollars but the point is you know i agree with you and it was no better feeling than being in the mall and walking by kb toys and you see those bins like hanging outside of the store yeah. and you also see like those tables that had like those vibrating ball things like dancing oh, around and yeah that's oh right, my that's God, right that's it's right. so inviting like i, I, I um, still dream about that it, it is interesting that that how effective that is if you're if you grew up in that era that we did like loving action figures and stuff, how effective that, that shit is. And oh, yes. it still is to this day. I remember going in and I didn't know I was obsessed with mortal Kombat, but I didn't own it. <laughs> I didn't own the game. I had just seen my uncle play it. Okay. I didn't know anything about it. I was just like, I love this so much. <laughs> and I didn't know they made action figures of it. And I went into KB toys one day with my grandma and, uh, I saw them and I, I actually had to ask her like, grandma, is this a dream? Am I dreaming this? I feel like that's not the first time you've asked her. No, I was all conf- I was very I was a confused and disturbed child. Um, but yeah, KB Toys. I mean, what do you? What are some favorite toys that you've picked up from there that you can remember? Uh, the one that I remember the most is like the Terminator hand. I don't think it had any affiliation oh. with Terminator, but like the little robot hand that you but can kind of control. They connected the two middle. Your, your ring and yes. middle finger so you couldn't you get the middle finger with it. Yeah, yeah. I had that, definitely. And uh, I remember like the, the later models too where like you could plug a gun into it that like fired like a little oh, dart or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, for yeah. some reason that stands out the most when I would visit KB Toys. For me, it's the Toy Biz X-Men series. Oh, I mean, hell they, yes. they made those in such great quantity. They did. They had like they a were, full aisle of just Yeah, yeah those you could toys. have just a full aisle. And like, yes. you know, I loved X-Men as a kid, but – 
even if I didn't know the characters, I was still interested in in. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, I'll, I'll take that. He's they're a cool bright, looking weird colorful. guy. Yes, yeah. Um, in 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 the in the realm of toys, I mean, there's Lionel Kitty City. Do you remember that at all? That must be regional or something, because that does not ring a bell for me. No, you know what? It was bigger, but it was like a little bit before yours and my time. Okay. Um, it was like late eighties. It was, but that was like the KB toys of the late eighties. Okay, was so was it Lionel mostly Kitty small City. based then? Yeah, it got okay. it got owned once Toys R Us showed up. You know, which is yeah, which a, is lot, ironic a lot of stores did. Like KB Toys actually got bought out by the former president of um, of Toys R Us. But this this was this was after like toy, KB Toys KB Toys has a very rich history. It is very interesting. Yeah, I was gonna say the pause you left there was great because you said it got bought out by the former president, and then you left it there for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Obama? Obama bought out KB Toys. That would be amazing. I'd be okay yeah. with that. He would get. He would probably find a way to make it educational. Or something. <laughs> That's know. okay. Yeah. Uh, now I got I got a weird one for you that I was thinking about. Okay. Uh do you have any rainforest cafes by you? We used to. There used to be one that's rainforest, and then we had a dinosaur cafe where that was very similar. And All right, so go, can you explain Rainforest Cafe to listeners that might not have ever been there or, or don't have one? Near I mean, them? I feel like the name does it all, but it is a kind of a hodgepodge decorated restaurant that, to look like a rainforest. It would have the speakers, like the big speaker by your table with all the rainforest uh, ambiance, like a monkey making noise and different birds making yeah. noises and stuff. Ours had a little like waterfall in the front of it that had like this animated uh, alligator. And like people yeah. would throw in coins and get in trouble for doing that. And like everything on the menu would be themed, like rainforest themed. Every every uh every couple minutes there's a thunderstorm, all the lights go dim, and there's the yes. thunder sound effects and rain sound effects, and you have animatronic animals surrounding you. It's pretty dark in there. As a matter of fact, like um my <laughs> my friend uh Rob, shout out to Rob, probably listening, he said uh when I have my first drink again, he took a break from drinking for a while, and he said, "When I have my first drink again, it's going to be with you in Rainforest Cafe." <laughs> and fuck so if we is didn't that still do it. Open? Hell yeah, it's still open uh, around well, the area. Well, that's the thing; they're starting to close all over the place. You know, okay. there's very few left. I have two in <laughs> my home state of New Jersey. I have one in Atlantic City, and I have one in Menlo Park Mall, which is the my second, you know, go-to mall. As a okay, kid. you got to get in there before they close. I know. Well, that's actually the thing. We went that time. I think that time that I just talked about, we went and I was in there and I was like, the days are numbered here, man. Yeah. Like, I, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like things are going bad, but like, this can't last forever. So I bought a ton of merch. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> I bought a Rainforest Cafe mug. Actually, I wanted to have that ready to drink from during this episode, but I didn't do it. <laughs> um, I bought a mug. I bought like a a, a character of the mascot you know because yeah. i figured like this is gonna be i feel the same way with chuck e cheese i feel like the days are numbered with I chuck know. e cheese um, i know i used to I, have I, one in my mall that was mall based and that was oh, kind of like shit. the arcade before they upgraded to level one entertainment or something like that yeah but yeah i feel like chuck e cheese is next and that makes me so sad dude me too that really i mean i haven't done anything to support chuck e cheese but we don't uh, have so kids, so well, that's kind of hard to do. So, so Chuck E. Cheese actually, during the pandemic when they were hurting for money, well, it's still pandemic, but when it was at its height and they were hurting for money, what they did was they listed they listed their pizza on Grubhub okay. as Pasquale's Pie. 
<laughs> and or, no, Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. And so people were like, whoa, I've never seen this come up before. Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. What's this? And people looked it up and they went and searched it in their GPS. And it was like, this is fucking Chuck E. Uh, Cheese. Chuck e. Cheese. <laughs> and Pasquale, my friend, do you know where that name comes from? No, I do not. He's their pizza mascot. His name is Pasquale Pie Plate. Oh, my God. So, they used his name, Pasquale Pie Plate. That's kind of ingenious. Yeah, to sell wings and pizza to people who didn't know better. I'm sure there were That's tons awesome. of people before it was found out that were like, yeah, hey, new place that popped up. That's great. I'll try it out. And you got motherfucking spaghetti pizza that showed up at your house. Because <laughs> if you ask Chuck E. Cheese, they'll put spaghetti on your pizza. Wow. I did not yeah. know that. You've been to Chuck E. Cheese's more recent than I have been. Because none of that rings a bell. Here's what I, I've been doing. And this is a strange thing. I mean, okay. We're in the realm of nostalgia, so it all makes sense to us. But maybe to outsiders, it seems strange. Whenever I pass a Chuck E. Cheese, I take a look in. and I, But not, you know, you see a bearded guy looking into a Chuck E. Cheese and you Driving just think. Driving slow past Yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> but I look in because I want to see if they have the animatronics still. The oh, old ones. Because okay. a lot of them are doing out of those. Yes. So. I always stop and take a look because, I again, I feel like this is something we're going to live to see the end of that. You know, it's we're going to it's like dying. We're we're living watching a breed of dinosaurs get extinct. Yes know? and no, like especially for the kids, because they, they may see it for just a little bit before they become extinct. But there is a bar. It's no longer open, unfortunately, but there's a bar here called like the Rockefellers. And they would they took all the old animatronics from like um uh, pizza? What is that? What was it before Chuck E. Cheese's? Oh, 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 yes. Showbiz Pizza. Showbiz Pizza. They would take the animatronics from Showbiz Pizza and bring it into the bar, which is like a barcade, and they would have them like perform to like rap songs, like modern rap songs and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. It's cool to see them like recycled in such a fun way. I think that like that that is something that is going to just... I don't know. You know, the, they, they were right before the pandemic hit, they were talking about changing a few p- select Pizza Hut locations uh-huh. to look like Pizza Hut back in the 80s when they had that is amazing. You know, that same decor and they were going to put arcade games and shit like that. And the idea of, of, a, of a meal and an entertainment, you got Chuck E. Cheese, you know, God, hey, keep fighting, Chucky, man. We're rooting for you here at the Forever Bogus Podcast. I agree. I am rooting uh, for you, did you too. Did you, speaking of showing and, and, um, and and drink and food. Do you have a medieval times by you? We do not. I've always been. I've always wanted to go to something like a movie in, in theater or something. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to, but I've never had a chance to. Do do you? Yes. And oh shit! Let me tell you something. Medieval times. Okay. If you guys don't know what medieval times is, oh hi, Ladybird. Cable guy. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Yes, cable guy. That's where you probably know medieval times from. Um, you sit and you eat and they don't, don't give you silverware cause they didn't really use silverware back then. And then you watch knights fight in a ring in front of you. Amazing. I mean, think about this. Uh, you've got, I'm going to name a few places okay. that are either extinct or going extinct. Just kind of nostalgic nineties places, okay. medieval times, Chuck E. Cheese, rainforest cafe, and unrelated to dead malls and stuff, but the Philadelphia zoo. Okay. I named four mm, places. Okay. Four places that my elementary school is banned from because we went to on class trips and kids stole stuff from there. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> Goddamn school 14 old school gangsters filling their pockets with Rainforest Cafe. You know those things that are like the tubes of water that you like yes. you can't grip because they move? Hey, 
People be putting them in their pockets, man. Very easy. And so our, our school got banned from Rainforest Cafe. That is horrible. Teachers actually took us there on a class trip. Like, this is going to be educational. And and you think that they would buy us a meal? They didn't. They just let us look at the gift shop. That is horrible. Animals. Yeah. <laughs> it's so ghetto. It's so bad. Did, did they even, so they just brought you there just to look at the, the gift shop. They didn't even like say like, hey, if your parents pay for a meal, you can have a meal. It's very likely as an adult and I know how things work and I'm married to a uh, director of a school and I know how she thinks. I know how things happen. Uh-huh. It's very likely that our teachers did not know what Rainforest Cafe was. Oh. And it just opened up and they were like, oh, this will be great for the kids to see the animals yeah. and stuff like that. That and makes then it, sense, yeah, especially yeah. at that age. Dang, that's unfortunate. Well, we had a few restaurants in my mall that unfortunately closed down. That unfortunately closed down. I, I brought it up a little bit before, but uh, Sparrow, that pizza place. I still have a Sparrow. You um, still do? There, I guess there are a few, but they're independently owned. Okay. There's one in Times Square, which I okay. used to see, which is like – ironic because you're in the pizza city of the world and then you have fast fast food pizza essentially (laughs) but uh i was weirdly i actually no no i have three i have one in the menlo park mall i have one in the rest stop off the parkway by my house okay and uh the one in times square right now does it still taste the same i went not too long ago it's so weird because i i i love pizza i'm a bit of a pizza snob i am too but every once in a while i'll crave like kind of crappy like, oh, I, I do too. Absolutely, like yes. Little and Caesars. so we, yeah, we went to the one in the rest stop, just like in the middle of the day, randomly got on the highway just to go to Sabaro. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it tastes exactly the same, man. It's just like, it's a, just a piece of bread. And pretty much with yeah. a little bit of sauce. Uh, I always thought it looked delicious, but you're right. It never really tastes the way it Visually, looked. Sabaro got the aesthetic nailed oh, fucking down. Absolutely. Dude. Like when you see like old Domino's commercials of like how the pizza looked, that was actually Sparrow. Like Sparrow right, got right, that down. Right, right, I just right, really wish it tasted as good as it looked. It was okay. I, it, I mean, it will wreck your – I mean, it is gut-wrenching. Yes. It is gut-wrenching. There's, there's maybe nothing that exists – equal to the level of how bad Sparrow will hurt you. Taco Bell. But uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But I love Taco Bell. I do too. Did you guys have a Garfields? We did not have a Garfields. Are you familiar with Garfields? Uh, only vaguely. Okay. I need you to elaborate. It's just a sports bar, but it's like more family centric. Oh, it doesn't have anything to do with Garfield the cartoon character? It doesn't. And I always I was always confused as a kid. There is a pizza place called Garfield Pizza, but it's like a Canadian chain. That's oh, what I thought okay. you were getting at. We actually uh well in my old hometown we have uh Gumby's and it's they use Gumby as the as wow. the um the mascot, but there was a pizza joint. Is it still anyway, open? It's still open, yes. Gumby's it's been is open still for open fucking years. Yes. In twenty twenty. Yep, it is. Yep. Do they have um, t-shirts or something? They do. Next to there, me, I might you gotta get me a t-shirt. Yeah, Gumby's Pizza. Fuck. It's great. Anybody that we uh, have any listeners in Como, hit us up. <laughs> Go to Gumby's. I would be there every day. It's great, it, and they're open super late. Well, they used to be. So when my band would go out there to play a show, we wouldn't get done until like you know one or two in the morning. Hell yeah, we'd be drunk and then go to Gumby's, yeah. split a pie. Ah, it was perfect. That's so much sweeter than our story. Our bands would have to eat at Kennedy Fried Chicken, and we get yelled at by the workers because <laughs> you look different and you're too loud. Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Come on, man, give it down. That's so funny. But Garfield's, yeah, it's a sports bar where you can actually draw on the table. I'm sure you had some restaurants where you put down like we a have, big like butcher block paper on top of the table and you can use your yeah. crowns and color what's, and do what's all it called? that what's stuff. What's it called? Like a macaroni grill or something like that. Yeah, but I think they do it there. Yeah, I think, I think that went right. out of business too. 
Uh, I think so. Nothing is meant to last in this world, man. Everything is fleeting. Another thing that was never meant to last was Orange Julius. There was a Spencer's gift in one of my malls that was sandwiched between a Subway sandwich store and an Orange Julius. <laughs> and what a combo. The onion smell would just penetrate the wall. <laughs> and you get a little bit of ice cream from the other side, too. So when you're looking at dildos or whatever, <laughs> all the way in the in back, Spencer's <laughs> gift, you're getting a big waft of onions. <laughs> what yeah. a weird like correlation. I know the that, two. <laughs> that you spend your formative years in these weird places, and they leave these such strange memories with you. And I think that smell is such a uh, a part of you know it's, it sticks in your head when you smell something. It could bring back a flash of memories. You know, it does. Olfactory, yes. It's it's interesting that a subway restaurant. You know, <laughs> turns you, you on. You're well, like, why yeah, is this I turning got, yeah. me on right now? <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this sandwich. <laughs> Did you have a Discovery Channel store? We didn't have a Discovery Channel store. I think it was just called Discovery. Are you talking about the ones that you can buy like telescopes and like educational toys? So it, it was very strange. At? I don't know. I mean, it was strange. They had a Discovery store and a Discovery Channel store. Oh, and they, and they sold similar things, but they were distinctly different. Are you sure you're not um, talking about Discovery Zone? I, I did this. I did look up. This I did look up because <laughs> okay, I, okay. I wanted to be sure I wasn't confusing it. I don't know why there was a Discovery Store and a Discovery Channel Store, and they were distinctly different. But I had a lemonade stand as a kid uh-huh. because I wanted to save up enough money to get the big rubber T Rex from Jurassic <laughs> was Park, the and they sold them at the Discovery Channel Store. So <laughs> I was able to pick him up. I still have him to this day, man. I'll always have that figure, man. Wow. Um, you know what's making a comeback? What was dead for a long time is Radio Shack. I noticed that. Yeah, I was very they're, surprised they're, to see that, like a commercial. Was like, somebody was like, this? guess what, folks? Radio Shack coming back. Why? I Do we know. really need a store with just dusty cables? No. That's It, it was dusty. I know. Bro, any, any Radio Shack you went into was wickedly dusty. Because they never cleaned, and that's like probably five to ten years worth of dust. And it's a great yeah. – I mean, hey, where else are you going to buy a male to female one-inch, one-third-inch jack? Yeah, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. <laughs> that's the problem, man. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is is turning into Smaug from Lord of the Rings. He's just this <laughs> dragon with endless coins. We have to stop that. We need Radio Shack. I guess so. Uh, did you have a sports authority? Yes, we did for a while. I actually bought my first skateboard there. Now, that's actually – I'm glad that you brought up the skateboard thing because that's the only sport I ever gave a shit about was skateboarding. <laughs> I played baseball growing up. I played basketball growing up. But the one I really liked and caught my attention for years was skateboarding. Uh-huh. And um, the thing about sports authority – is that they're this frontliner in sporting equipment, but they didn't have like the name brand skateboards. Yeah, everything was off brand. They had like, you know, you'd be looking for like your, you know, birdhouse, your blind or your flip or element boards, but uh-huh. they had like wave runner skateboard, yeah. you know, or something My, like that. Mine was blank. Mine was just a black blank. Oh, it didn't tank. have anything on it. Yes. Yeah. Did it come with the trucks and wheels already put on? No, I had to get my own. But like, I was looking for like Spitfire bearings. Nope, they didn't have that. Yeah, no, no, no. It was weird <laughs> that they they were they were called the Sports Authority, meaning we are the authority of sports, and, and we do not have the name brand skateboard. <laughs> Did you have Zany Brainy? No, but they look amazing. Yeah, Holy Zany shit. Brainy. Actually, what I said about Funko Land before is even bigger with Zany Brainy. There was yes. like, it was like a rite of passage. If you came back to school on Monday, it was like, hey, guess where I went on Saturday? Zany Brainy. <laughs> and yeah, it was huge. And the same thing, Zany Brainy just mostly had educational gifts, but they also had like a Game Boy Color section and like PlayStation 1 section. So okay. 
But it was weird. I, I My parents were like very against Zany Brainy. I think that everything was like $8 more oh, to $10 more expensive in Zany Brainy because they weren't okay. like – they weren't an exclusive game outlet. You know, They just put games in there to attract more people because they yeah. just, otherwise they just had educational – that's the thing. Those educational toy stores, they're just like doomed. You know, you'll – they they all go. The only time I a, ever see anything like that is like maybe a novelty shop and a tourist place. Yeah. Or like we have a science city here, which is kind of like a child museum. They have a gift shop, which is just like just pretty much walking into a discovery store. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would spend a lot of time in bookstores. Me too. You know? Like Walden Books. Walden and Borders. Oh, Borders. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. I, our borders closed a long time ago. Yeah, like of a small CD section. And same thing. Like you would be paying like $10 more for that CD for for the privilege of buying it there. Yes. But I mean you could discover a lot of cool shit in a bookstore as a kid. Yeah. You know, these different like mangas and stuff that you – That was my favorite section. That yeah. and like the, the magazines and the comics section, especially in Walden Book. I don't know about your Walden books, but ours had a huge comic selection. Like people can even bring their old like back issues and sell oh, to trade them in and and trade I, them in. Yeah, I met so a, I met a lot of weirdos in the in the manga section, Me manga too. section. Me too. Uh, <laughs> but the, I, not to hate on the manga weirdos because I was one too. Me, I, I was, I was as well. very Every time much I went a, to there. I would beg to either get Helsing. I don't know if you ever into Helsing. Oh, Helsing rocks. Or or Berserk. I love mm-hmm, Berserk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wanted to make a quick shout out to uh, some local stores that did that bit the dust. Please. Um, and then I also want to ask you if you have any local stores that bit the dust. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so big one when I was a kid was called Cardboard Closet. Okay. And they specialized in trading cards uh, exclusively. Okay. So when the Pokemon boom hit when I was in mm. fifth grade – that was like the place. The dude had the longest ponytail you've ever seen. Oh and he knew God. he knew every Pokemon <laughs> and he could sell them to you individual. If you were missing a Charizard, you know, he had one ready to go. It's the place where you could buy your booklets. Okay. You know? But so I so I loved that place. Um and then I weirdly like I don't know, I guess I was like part of some uh marketing targeting mail and I started getting VHS tapes from Toys R Us sent to me. Did you ever get that as a kid? No. Yeah. I didn't know that was even a thing. I'm going to dig a few out from my uh, parents' basement. I'll send them over to you to digitize. Okay. So basically, Toys R Us sent me a VHS tape when Yu-Gi-Oh! showed up on the scene. Mm. And the the VHS tape was animated as if they were inviting you to come to this island. And they were like, you have (laughs) been formally invited to Yu-Gi-Oh! Whatever the island was called. You're like, I'm listening. And, and I was like, yo, sign me up, bro. Because the biggest thing was, by the time Yu-Gi-Oh! came out, we were probably a little too old for it. So I wasn't... I was, yeah. I definitely. wasn't talking about it in school, but I did think yeah. I was pretty fucking rad. Because the main problem with Pokemon was that I'm never going to wake up one day and Pokemon are real. With this no. thing, it's a card game. It's real. I, yes. I can be it's in all this virtual. anime. Yeah. And so I got this tape. I would race down the cardboard closet and and pick up some... There was it was the marketing failed because it was supposed to bring me to Toys R Us, but instead it got me hyped and took me to a local place called Cardboard Closet. Um, did you have a store like that? It was yeah, it was called like uh, the World of Trade or something like that. So it was kind of a novelty shop as well. They would have like swords and samurai swords and like weird cutlery or whatever. Oh hell fucking yeah! And then they had all like 
all the collector's cards, everything from like baseball to movies. And then it was right when the, the Pokemon hit, it like transformed into the Pokemon store. And it was, it was a very nice little sweet old woman who really didn't know her stuff that would sell us individual cards at a very, very low price. Yeah. And then they started getting like the actual Japanese cards in. And oh, like, I yeah. would hit that place up all, every single time we, we visited the mall. I was, I was there just drooling. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we, we definitely had one of those in our mall. That's for sure. When, uh, when cardboard closet closed, uh, it was taken over by a place called coolness dimension for a short period of time. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and coolness dimension, as the name implies, is the coolest place you've ever fucking been to. <laughs> and it was a standalone place. That's the whole thing. I can't hype it up too much to everybody. Okay. It's not, it's not going to drill into people's nostalgia too much because it's very specific to my area. But um, wall-to-wall action figures, but not like KB Toys. Mm. Uh, it was the more like higher deeper end. stuff. Okay. Higher end, but also like shit that you wouldn't find at KB like Toys. Like McFarlane stuff? Mc- McFarlane, exactly. And, yeah. and Metal Gear Solid action figures. Yes. And all this cool shit. Wow. And they also had game systems set up there. And they were, so you could hang out and play your video games there. It was like a video game, comic book, toy store. Ugh, and a dream. Uh, it was a dream. Um, it was owned by some really, really interesting people. I'll just, I'll just put it that way. Um, <laughs> I wonder where they are now, to be honest with you. I, uh, they, they were sort of like the guy, <laughs> the owner looked exactly like, uh, the the character from Grandma's Boy, who's like, I was thinking about getting metal legs. Oh yes, risky Seriously. operation, but totally worth it. <laughs> like I'm in the Matrix. <laughs> he always had a big trench coat on and stuff, wow. and a real long ponytail. And <sighs> uh, you'd go in, and you had you had famously no service there um, for whatever <laughs> it's a dead reason. Zone. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you had famously no service there. But goddamn, if I didn't get some Tony Hawk played there, hell yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. We didn't really have a place like that where you can just go in and and play freely whatever console that was set up. But I mean, we did have those like kiosks like in JCPenney or whatever that had the N64 or like a standalone Game Boy that would definitely hit up every time yeah, we yeah, went yeah. to that store. But we never had like a full store like dedicated to just that. Well, here's the thing. I I will forever sing the praises of uh, Cardboard Closet because it was just such a unique local place. But coolness to mention, I remember I went in, I saw, I was hyped on Metal Gear Solid at the time. Great video game franchise by Konami. And I saw the action figures and I said, oh my God, I didn't even know they fucking made these. And they were like 50 bucks each. Oh, I'm sure. And I was like, man, that's not cheap. So I like saved up for two weeks. I was mowing lawns and shit. And I got myself a solid snake action figure. Fuck yeah. Then I was chilling my buddy Scott again. Shout out to Scott. Uh We're in the mall. I decided to take a look at KB Toys. KB Toys has solid snake for $2. Nuh-uh. I just got- Same size and everything? Same scale, same line. I just got burned. That's a bummer. burned by coolness dimension. Fuck. She's like, I'm never going back there. I did though. Because they had great- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> video game set up you know like i didn't have great internet in my house as a kid and and they had all their playstation 2s hooked up so you could play online and back oh, in the fun. day of tony hawk when you could That's scan your deal. face and yeah oh, man, yeah yeah tell me about it so i want to wrap up the show with one final store yeah that closed down and there were a lot of more standalone stores but i went to the, the mall that's near my grandparents place in illinois and they had a can like a they had a Kmart anchored into the mall. And within the Kmart, they had a Kmart cafe with no! Little Caesars. 
Yo! Yes! <laughs> this is the shit. This Fuck, is like one of my dude. favorite places to go. And for some reason, the pizza tastes better there at the Kmart Cafe yeah, than dude. like a standalone Little Caesars. I don't know why. Our our Target has a Pizza Hut in it. Okay. And that Pizza Hut doesn't taste like Pizza Hut Pizza Hut. There's it something going better? on. Yeah, there's something going on, man. I think there's more care that goes into it. If you can buy fast food pizza from a department store, fucking buy it, bro. Yes. Kmart Cafe. Yes, Kmart Cafe. Yo. (laughs) That's the shit. Yeah, I brought this up on my Instagram and it blew up. Like so many people were like, I totally forgot about this. I want this to be back in my life. I don't think Kmart's gone bankrupt and closed all their stores. I don't think there's a full hour that we can do on Kmart Cafe, but I want there to be a full hour. <laughs> Here we go. Do. Tune in next time. We're, we're just going to talk, talk an hour for, about Kmart Cafe. Kmart Cafe. Do you remember I, I, the I probably pizza? could. Ices, yeah. crazy bread. Yeah, yeah, I probably yeah. could spend an hour on all that. I fuck with crazy bread, dude. Fuck. <laughs> Me too. I will forever go down in history saying that crazy bread is better than their pizza. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, to this day. To this day. Yes. To this day, dude. Yeah. Love it. Uh, I think I'm all well and good, man. I think we've covered so many dead stores. I want to hear what ones we missed. and But, but most importantly, I'm interested in people's local places that Me we too. wouldn't know about. I want yes. to hear more about that. Like I know there's a really great one. Um, some listeners that uh, are friends of mine who live in Staten Island, uh, if you're hearing this, it's called Majors Records. Um, give us it. a shout out about Majors Records. They still sell VHS tapes to this day. Wow. Uh, and they, they for a long time, they were based inside of a Pathmark. Uh, it okay. was a little, you know, a shop. Grocery store shop. kind of, yeah. Yeah. So give us a shout out if you're if you're listening yes, and you're please. one of my buddies from Staten Island. Let us know about Majors Records. But also, anybody else, I would love to hear your personal local stores that aren't around anymore. Yeah. So sometime in January, we're going to do like a, a listeners episode. So please email those stories and everything to forever.bogus.forever at gmail.com or just message Jamie and I on uh, yeah. on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. I would I would love to hear about that. So hopefully we brought a little more nostalgia to your Christmas time. Hopefully this gives you an opportunity to kind of like get out, put some headphones in, ignore the family for a good hour and we'll bring yeah. you some good feelings. I'm, I'm hoping we did that for you. I'm hoping that somebody's listening while they're shopping and, and just mad. <laughs> because like they you know like I was mad. I was shopping the other day and I I was swiping it it was like $200. Bink Oof. mad. $230. Bink mad. You know like I was <laughs> I was mad. So hopefully you're listening to this and if you're mad it's making you a little less mad. Hey, um, now you understand my stress and my and the reasons why I hate Christmas. Right? I hate it now. <laughs> I love to my I world. love Christmas all of November until about December like 23rd and then I'm like get it over. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm ready uh, for the next This is the year. last time we're going to talk about anything Christmas related uh, yes. for a year. I would like to plug a mo- little mo- nice little movie on Netflix. Okay. Uh, if you're looking for a last minute um, Christmas watch, there's a movie on Netflix right now called Pottersville. And mm. uh, it is have you ever seen Pottersville? No, but you told me about it. Doesn't it have like it Bigfoot in it or something? Fucking bizarre, dude. Uh, Michael Shannon walks in on his wife as as she's in the middle of uh, cheating on him, but in a in a furry fashion. She's in a furry suit, and oh, she's nice. and uh, <laughs> so he loses it, and he decides he's going to try to mm, catch her attention. So he dresses up like a gorilla 
to try to impress her, but he gets spotted, and people in this town think he's a Bigfoot, so everybody's oh, going to awesome. hunt for this Bigfoot, and it all takes place in this little snowy town around Christmas time. Pottersville, last last okay. Christmas thing I'll ever plug for a year. I'm watching that tonight. I'm watching that tonight. Yeah. I think that's a Christmas movie that my wife can actually get behind. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so Hell yeah. That's perfect. Awesome. Thank you for that recommendation. And yes, this is our last episode of our very merry bogus Christmas. I think we're going to have one more episode uh, before the end of the year potentially yeah. can't make any promises, but uh, we're hoping to do so. Uh, but otherwise we hope you had a, a good, healthy, safe year. Uh, and I'm glad that you spent it with us. Yeah. Thanks for listening guys. We said it uh, before when everybody Spotify things were showing up, I was really happy to see how many people are listening. That means a lot. We are not, you know, last podcast on the left. We're not uh, we're not podcast Titans, but uh, we're two guys that are doing this and we're having a good time. And we're glad that there's a few of you out there that are having a good time with us. Absolutely. Well, I guess until next time, always remember to be kind. Rewind. And we'll all stay We got the host, Rash Shoemaker, nothing like Babe Ruth, candy bars, any takers, and Arsenal and VHS tapes. I'm feeling really great, I'm hoping y'all great. Flea markets, yes, one for a nickel. Complain about Rwanda sounding like Angelica Pickles. Watching P&P, maybe Malcolm in the middle. Sail on Gary the Snail, Mr. McNeely, I hope one of these days you will bring me my mail. E.Q.